0: Welcome to Wisconsin in Focus. I'm Bruce Walker, Great Lakes Regional Editor for the Center Square. And joining me today is the Center Square's Wisconsin correspondent, Benjamin Yount. Interesting report that just came out from Will, and you'll have to explain what the acronym Will stands for. But uh, this has to deal with ghost students. And this is not a Harvey comic, uh, <laughs> nor is it a Demi Moore, Patrick Swayze film. Ghost students are real. I was I was going to go
1: with Scooby-Doo, uh, but that's OK. We can we can well, we can have the all the machine of is part of pop pop culture. This is one of the very, 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 very complicated aspects of how we pay for schools. And the Wisconsin Institute for Law and Liberty will put together this report that takes a look at what happens when you base funding, not just on per pupil, which most states do to 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 turn a, a you know a lack of a better phrase schools get paid for butts in seats and as will highlighted with numbers from the Wisconsin Department of Public Instruction they continue to get paid for kids even sometimes when those butts aren't in seats and ghost students is the term that will came up with to Denote, to classify, to count students who are no longer enrolled in a school, but yet who are being funded for that school. And this is either kids who have just dropped out, kids who've moved to choice schools, or schools that have just lost enrollment. But Wisconsin has two unique things here. One is hold harmless. Many states have this. And it's a guarantee that, hey, look, if you lose kids, you're not going to lose money. We're not going to. Punish you because the mill in town closed down, or we're not going to punish you because we built a brand new high school, and so now you've got some kids who used to be at East who are going to Central. The thing that is unique to this report and that is relatively unique to Wisconsin is the three year rolling average. And what that essentially means is that you are paid for the three year average of your enrollment, and it softens the blow of declining enrollment. As you lose students, you don't get punished. You don't get a thousands plus dollar cut to your budget. Now, this became an issue, not just because Wisconsin schools have been losing population have been losing students. That's been happening for years where a demographic bubble in Wisconsin has school choice. This really came to a head because of the COVID-19 pandemic, when you saw thousands upon thousands of students simply not enroll. Think of all of the little kids in pre K or kindergarten who stayed at home during those years. Add to that the hundreds of students in Milwaukee or Racine or in other school districts across Wisconsin where parents enrolled in a school choice. Then add to that the number of parents who said, Well, Madison schools aren't open, but Middleton schools are, or Sun Prairie schools are, so I'm going to move just over the district boundary and enroll my kids there. Will's number crunching came up with about 20,000 ghost students and a total overpayment of about $360 million from the state. And that makes a lot of difference. That encourages schools to continue to be larger than they need, to employ more teachers than they need. And it disincentivizes school choice. The Will report came as the same day that Will released a letter to the Department of Public Instruction saying you are rejecting 90 percent of school choice applications, open enrollment applications. That's unfair. That's trapping kids in public schools. So this idea of paying for students who are no longer in classrooms, this is becoming an issue, particularly as we see fewer, fewer people choosing traditional public schools
0: okay so what is the recommendation to to fix this it, it, it sounds that uh, it sounds like this is just the status quo it's not going to change unless legislators get off their tookuses and and do something which yeah. would probably fall in deaf ears considering your governor is the former Wisconsin superintendent of schools.
1: Yeah, yeah, file this under hey, this is a really interesting report and 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 there's one more education reform that we can add to the pile of things that are just never going to happen. You're exactly right. The governor is not only a huge ally of the teachers' unions here in Wisconsin. He used to be the state superintendent of schools. Before that, he was an administrator at DPI, and before that, he was a school administrator. Tony Evers is as steeped in public education in Wisconsin as you can get unless you went straight from a fifth-grade math classroom to the governor's office. Uh, The solutions that Will proposes really boil down to let's count kids more frequently— And let's adjust enrollment dollars every year that, all right, head count at the last day of school. That's what you get paid for on the first day of school. Or let's count maybe third week in and that dictates your school funding for that year. It gets a little tricky because generally school districts write their budgets in the spring and then the new school year begins in the fall. And so there's always going to be that lag. Will, of course, wants to get rid of the three-year rolling average. Will wants to roll back the idea of hold harmless. But the, the mechanics of it, how does this work? It relies on counting students more often. And when you get that bump or when you get more students or when you see a school district start to grow, it would really benefit those school districts. Sort of big picture politically, this would hurt Milwaukee public schools. This would most likely hurt Madison public schools, Green Bay public schools, uh, Racine public schools, Kenosha public schools, the bigger communities, because that's where you have seen an exodus, not only of students moving out of the district as they move out of these communities, but. More and more students going to school choice, and that's the backdrop here. Because don't forget, Will is a huge supporter of school choice, and so this is one more of the, think of it as, as as evidence in a trial. This is one more piece of evidence for the school choicers that says, hey, look, we could get a better deal if only the state would stop propping up these, as they call them, failing public schools.
0: Well, because one of my favorite movies is The Sting, I'm just wondering if there is a way to actually scam the system. And it, it, it does seem like it's quite a conundrum. And I've questioned some of uh, the other editors from the center square this morning because I was fascinated by the story. Apparently, this is something that has
1: happened in in other states as well. Uh, no, again, you're counting butts in seats. And that doesn't mean that kids can, those butts can read or those butts can write or those butts can do math. You are counting simply the number of people who are in your school on X date. And that encourages school districts to get as many kids as they can in. And then, well, what happens next? We saw this in Illinois where it was a test scam and the principals would come down to the lowest performing juniors and say, hey, guys. I'm sorry, there was a problem. You didn't pass English last year. So you guys are technically sophomores. So you don't have to take this upcoming test. Test comes, junior class does better. The principal comes back to the same low-performing kids and says, guys, I'm sorry, that was our fault. It was a glitch. You guys are juniors. You'll all graduate on time. And so, yeah, whenever you have a system that is X, Y, Z equals A, B, C, How you get to ABC or what that X, Y, Z is, sometimes I will have to say that that, you know, bad intended people, ill intended people, malintended people will find a way to exploit the system. And so without a doubt, there are loopholes that can be exploited. I, I will say I read the will summary the the will study the will report and there was nothing in there that said yeah these people are screwing us it's the system this is how the system works and this is what the system does and if you want to stop paying for these ghost students
0: will say the- you have to change the system yeah change the system fix it listeners can keep up with this story and more at the center square.com for benjamin you this is bruce walker please subscribe and thanks for listening Freedom and liberty are important to all of us. If you're looking for civil intellectual conversations with those shaping the future of freedom, try the Future of Freedom podcast with me, Scott Bertram. We speak with leaders across the country in the greater conservative and libertarian movements. In-depth conversations about where the next intellectual battles will happen across the country. It's the Future of Freedom podcast. Find it at americastalking.com or wherever you get your podcasts.